Welcome to another episode of Maritime Health and Performance Chat. If you have any experience going to see an osteopath, or if you happen to need one, this might just be the episode for you. So today we have Brett LeBlanc. Brett is a manual osteopath, and he works out in Elmsdale. So, you know, and in Bedford. And in Bedford. So, uh, yeah. Brett can <laughs> tell you a lot more about himself and better manner than I can. So, Brett, I'll give you the floor. Okay, so I'm an o- a manual osteopath. I work out at two clinics, uh, Elmsdale Strides and Kinesis in Bedford. And my background, personal training. So I come from a very movement-based modality. So uh, prior to this, you know, like I said, I've been working with clients for past eight years in the personal training field. You got to wear many hats. You're looking at the therapy side of things. Uh, often I would take a lot of clients that be injured. So this is kind of the natural progression after this. I, it was a field that I was very interested in, uh, the rehab side of things. Also focusing on nutrition, uh, multiple nutrition certifications. And of course, the mechanical side of things that comes with fitness, program design, all that stuff. So one of the things that really, like I said, that sets me apart is uh, right now, I'm currently the only um, registered neurokinetic therapy uh, level three in, in the province. So what that entails is we address motor control. And in my opinion, motor control is, is the reason why they come see me because, you know, either they aren't moving or they're not moving well. Funny you mentioned that because I know a lot of people, especially getting to be in a shadow, some strength conditioning professionals working with athletes, even at the university level, you see a lot of issues just coming from not activating the glutes uh, or oh, yeah. the core, right? You see a lot of their lifts and whatnot. They come in a form because they're not activating certain muscles at the right time or at all. And then that's where those injuries happen. And I guess they get to go see you. Yeah. And it's surprising how much, you know, I guess we live in, a, in that sitting population, you know, we either we're sitting at work, you know, eight hours a day. It's not uncommon to see, see people. I mean, there are some, some people that are standing all the time and then they'll, they'll develop certain dysfunctions too as well. But I mean, I deal with, with a lot of sitting population now. i am probably gone away from seeing some athletes, but I do see athletes from time to time. And again, different types of problems that you'll see. But definitely weak core. Weak core is the number one thing I see. And that leads to a lot of issues. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the center, it's the base, it's, it's called the core because it's the center, yeah. <laughs> it's not the basis of, of everything, the foundation. I'd love to talk a bit more about your neurokinetic therapy work, especially where, you know, you're, you're the only uh, registered level three in the province. Like maybe elaborate a bit more on what, what kind of treatments or what kind of populations you see with that. It does work really well with athletes, I will admit. And, and the great thing with athletes is the high compliance. But I mean, definitely in the general public, there's so many people that are walking around in balance. So what a, an appointment would look like. So I would go through a, a regular screening process, do some orthopedic testing, and then Afterwards, I would test the muscle, see if, if it's if it's not firing properly, try to find out which muscle it's compensating for. So like example, I have somebody comes in with a weak psoas. I find out the QL on the same side is from touching it, from getting proprioception, um, that it's the facilitator in the relationship. So from there, I would release the QL, activate the psoas. Psoas turns strong then then we know that we made the proper corrections and then it's up to the client to do the, the correct homework from there. 
That's um, part of, you know, the treatment I know on the going through physio and just talking to friends of mine who are OTs as well and that yeah. kind of stuff. It seems like there's such a disconnect between, you know, when you see your clients and they're, um, you know, they're working really hard, they'll do all their exercises in front of you, but then, you know, you see them a week, it's like, hey, did you do your exercise? Like, well, I did them a bit, right? That yeah. Like, do you have any kind of secrets or any sort of ways that you can kind of increase uh, compliance th with your clients? You know, I, I don't think there's anything where you can get 100% compliance with with everybody to see but i think just pushing the the importance of homework because i mean if someone's coming to see me let's say frequency of twice a week or once we'll say well let's say once a week and then i give them homework and then i don't see them till the following week if there's no corrections going on they're going to revert most likely revert back to their same complaints now there is some conditions where it's like it's just soft tissue and especially if it's an acute problem it might not need the same amount of corrections but i think it's just hammering home you know the, the importance of that to, to the clients um i i also send them homework i i send to them on their phone so i mean it's there it's usually relatively quick you know you can knock it off in two to five minutes and it's done for that day awesome i mean it's pretty pretty convenient that you can kind of keep contact with everyone on their phone you sent me a pretty extensive list of your background. Like you said, you come from a, a, a wide variety of back backgrounds. You wear a lot of different hats. And I think that that probably kind of would really set you um, above the rest in, you know, where you have so much experience in so many fields. Do you mind giving kind of a brief, like, how you got to where you are today through your influences from athletics, academics, different professions you've been a part of, anything like that? Well, I've always been involved in sports ever since I can remember. My first memory, I think, I was skating. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that naturally progressed over the years. And then, uh, you know, I fell in love with wrestling and doing that throughout university. Had a lot of successes uh, with that. Uh, while I was in school, actually, my background was in, in music, of all things. And after graduating, that just kind of got pushed to the wayside. And I took up a job at the NSLC for 11 years and I just realized that this just wasn't what I wanted to do. So I needed an escape plan and eventually I started working as a personal trainer uh, with Good Life. And again, that was very close to what I wanted to do, but I, I knew that I wanted something that was gonna challenge me in, in a different kind of way. And so here I am working um, in the therapy world. Uh, this is my first year as a manual osteopath and it's, it's going great. Every day is different, constantly learning. You spend multiple lifetimes and you never master it. That's the great thing. Yeah, it's, re it's very rewarding at the end of the day. You know, when you, especially when you've had somebody that's been in so much pain their whole life, 20, 30 years. And then they said, you know, after a couple appointments, you're able to resolve their issues. That's going to be some of the rewarding, more rewarding sides of the, the profession, I would think. Oh yeah, it was, yeah, definitely. I mean, I was I was already having some success as a personal trainer in, in that facet, but it wasn't in, in personal training. It's very difficult to just focus exclusively on the rehab side of things, and so yeah, that's more of my the direction I was going in. I think it's really important for people to kind of kind of hear that hear that pathway you took because I know I've been at you know crossroads and times in my life kind of unsure if you know things I'm doing or you know do I want to continue this do I want to change to something else and actually for me fairly recently actually you know as far as the personal training route as I'm finishing up my master's I'm working on my uh, certified strength conditioning specialist as well so kind of a similar pathway to you but I think it's really important people hear that to say you know if especially if they're doing a job like you said you were working at the NSLC for 11 years and you said I want to do something else right you you put in the work you felt what's out there in the personal training world and then built from there i think that's really awesome i think people need to hear that's an option you know if you have a passion for something and you, and you want to follow it then follow it 
yeah, definitely a much more rewarding job. And, you know, like I said, every day is different and I'd highly recommend it, especially if, you know, you feel like you're stuck in a job that you're not happy with. That's awesome. Um, I guess this just uh, last little bit, um, wrapping things up, a little topical question, but how has uh, the global pandemic affected your work and how you interact with your clients? What sort of considerations and modifications have you had to make the continue working and providing a service to your clients? Uh, well, I graduated in February last year. And so within a month, I was working at a clinic and saw two clients and then we were in lockdown for about three months. <laughs> So, and I did a lot of self-development. It's like I said, it's one of those jobs you can't learn too much. So came back around, I think it was spring or summer. And ever since there and approaching into the second wave, things have been pretty good. I've, I've been fairly busy. And both clinics that I've been working at, they've been very diligent as far as uh, making sure staff and the clients are safe just through screening, of course, appropriate mask wearing and um, properly um, cleaning the surfaces. Awesome. I mean, it's nice. You know, it's always nice to go in to go into somewhere, regardless of where it is, right now, and kind of know that they're taking those extra precautions. I guess as we're wrapping up here, is there anything you want to highlight? Any projects or anything you're you're working on, or obviously the clinics you're working at, or your, any social media or anything like that? Uh, no, nothing. Nothing up the, up the top of my head. Again, what's the name of the clinics that you work at? I work at. Um Kinesis, which is in Bedford, and I look, work at Strides Spa in Elmsdale. Well, there you go, folks. That's yeah. where you'll find Brett next time you need to go see see the osteopath. Thank you so much for giving me your time today. I really appreciate it. I think there's some great little nuggets of wisdom in here that you've very kindly passed on, and uh, hopefully people will get something out of this. All right. Thanks a lot.